Doc Talk is brought to you by Merck Animal Health, the science of healthier animals. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson here. I'm glad you joined us. Today, I'm going to be talking about anti-mortem inspection at the packing plant. We're going to talk about what you can do to make sure the cattle are the right cattle getting on the truck. We'll make sure we're doing transportation correctly. And we're going to talk about what our inspectors from FSIS are looking for when the cattle arrive. Hey folks, welcome to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson. I'm glad you joined us today. Today we're going to talk about anti-mortem inspection at the packing plant. But before we get into that, um, I just want to say thanks to the partners that I have at, at Doc Talk and Heather Newell and Kelly Huddleston. They're really the two behind the scenes that make things go. Um, they've been partners with me in this show for 10 years and, and last week was our 500th episode. And so it was a big deal for us at, at Doc Talk, 10 years and 500 episodes um, of a lot of fun reaching out to you, but we can't do it without you. We can't do it without our sponsors. And we had some exciting news that sponsors have signed up for another two years. So we'll be hitting number 600. Uh, thanks to you and thanks to, to Kelly and, and Heather, but uh, a lot of work, but a lot of good, good opportunities to, to connect with the industry. Now, we're going to talk about anamortem inspection, and anamortem means before death, and anamortem and postmortem inspection occur at the packing plants every day. So, when a truck rolls into a plant, the cattle are unloaded, and from the time that that truck rolls onto the property, that's when USDA, FSIS can start to inspect animals, and they aren't just inspecting the animals um, to make sure that there's no disease, injuries, things to that nature going those types of animals going into our food supply. But they're also looking at things such as animal handling and, and making sure that no downed animals are, are treated inappropriately. So this is a, an inspection of process at the back of the plant. This is also an inspection of making sure the right animals are the ones that are being delivered uh, to, our, to, our, to secure and safe food supply. So the first thing that happens when these animals come in, they're going to be unloaded and they're going to go into what we call antemortem pens. And so there's two sets of pens a lot of times at a packing plant behind the plant. There's the antemortem pens, the ones that cattle are arriving into, and then there are the slaughter drive or the, the main uh, pens, which those animals are going to be moved to uh, so that we can continue to load as we get the day's slaughter activities going on. So the inspectors will come out, and these are veterinarians with USDA, and they will inspect those animals both at rest, in the pen, and in motion. And they don't just look at the animals in motion on one side, they have to look at both sides. And so what we'll do is we'll take those animals and we'll move them from one pen to the other, and as those animals go by in a single file going from, from the antemortem pens to the drive pens, you're going to be able to inspect those animals individually in motion as a USDA in, inspector. And so they'll do that with every animal that's going to go through the slaughter uh, process. Now, what are we looking for? Or what are people looking for? They're going to be looking at the animal's eyes. They're going to be looking at the animal's alertness. They're going to be looking for lameness. They're going to be looking for injury, for signs of disease and things to that nature. And when you start to think about, well, why would they look at their eyes? Well, one of the things that we see sometimes, not in younger animals, but in older animals, would be cancer eye. And so that's a sign of an animal that we don't want to go into the, the food supply. 
And so they'll, they'll look for, for cancer eye cow or for cancer eye animals. They'll look for lameness. They'll look for alertness. They'll look for an animal that maybe isn't doing right because we do not want an animal that's sick going into the food supply. So those animals could be treated as suspect. We can bring them back, treat them individually, take a rectal temperature on them. If they have a temperature of 105 or greater, they're not going in the food supply. Um, we'll also be looking for things such as lameness or an animal that could go down uh, at the point in time as it is in the, the process or at large. So many different things that these inspectors are going to be looking at. So when we come back, I'm going to go into a little bit more detail of what we're looking at for anti-mortem inspection. Uh, either they pass, they're suspect, or they're condemned. And it can mean quite a bit of money to us as producers to make sure we're sending the right animals. More after these messages. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson here. We're talking about anti-mortem inspection in the packing plants. And as I mentioned, they're looking at eyes, legs, bodies. Some of the things that uh, animals will be condemned is, you know, if there's a foot sticking out, if you send some pregnant heifers, uh, these things cannot be, are not acceptable at our, our packing plants. And so if they have illness or injury, and so these are things that, that inspectors are going to be looking at. Do these animals breathe appropriately? Are they alert? We're trying to make sure that we don't have animals that have a respiratory disease or, or that have uh, some sort of CNS disorder that are going into the packing plant. It's just amazing to me how safe our food supply is because of these veterinarians that are out there in the plants every day looking at anti-mortem inspection. So the animals are either passed they're either treated as suspect or they're, they're condemned. And the suspect animals, you know, this is really animals that, that we're looking at live inspection. And maybe it is, is that we just want a little better look at these animals uh, up close. And we have a place within the back of the packing plant where we can bring those animals, put them in a chute, do a physical exam, and then, and then if everything checks out, put them back in with the pen, just trying to make sure uh, and be very, very accurate in our diagnosis. Now. Animals can be condemned, and, and these condemned animals are a lot of times animals that are injured pretty traumatically. They're dead or dying animals. We don't want those. Anything that might cause an animal to be condemned or something we perceive would be to condemn an animal when it goes into the, the slaughter facility when we do the post-mortem inspection would be uh, tried to keep out of the, the supply. We'd also make sure that we don't want sick animals. Uh, so if we have an animal that looks sick or that has a depressed look, that's gant, that's off feed, just like anybody else looking for an animal out in the pen that might not be doing right, we're gonna bring it in to a physical exam. Uh, if a bovine temps over 105 Fahrenheit, that animal is gonna be condemned. So if you have animals that are sick, please don't send them to the slaughter because they're gonna be picked out in anamortem inspection, they're gonna be uh, temped, and if they temp high, 105 or greater, we know that 101.5 to 103.5 is normal rectal temp for, for cattle. And something that temps 105 more than likely has a bacterial type infection or pneumonia or, or uh, some sort of urinary tract infection or something going on in that animal that we don't want it in the food supply. Other things that are gonna be condemned, downed animals or non-ambulatory animals. Animals that cannot move to the, to the restrainer are going to be condemned and any animal that looks like it has a central nervous system, whether it's depressed, droopy lips, dropped ears, uh, those animals are gonna be condemned as well. So making sure we don't put them on the truck is important. Making sure that something doesn't happen with the truck is also gonna be important. 
One of the other things that I want to just kind of touch on, I, I mentioned this earlier that the USDA inspectors not only examine animals, they also examine the process. So the people that work every day in the back of our packing plants are, are experts at cattle handling and getting these animals uh, through a very, very trying time because these cattle are in a new environment, new smells, new sounds, new facilities. Uh, and these people are, are putting themselves in danger to get these animals moved from the time the truck bumps up against the, the back, the, the loadout, until those animals are on the restrainer. Any animal that is mistreated with a hot shot or an animal that goes down, you cannot use uh, improper force or improper stimuli to get that animal up, and FSIS is out there. So if an animal goes down, we're not going to use a hot shot to get them up. We're not going to do things. We're going to gently get those animals to rise. If they can go to the restrainer, then they can go into the supply chain. Otherwise, those animals are going to be condemned. So the next two segments, what we're going to talk about are things that we can do before we load animals and things we can do when we transport animals to make sure that we don't have animals that are condemned or don't pass animortem inspection at our slaughter facilities. You're watching Doc Talk, and we'll be right back. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson. I'm with Production Animal Consultation and Farming Unlimited. And uh, just a pleasure to be with you. We're talking about non-ambulatory animals. So I spend a lot of time working with our different packing plants. And we just have incredible people that work behind the scenes, uh, packing plants to move cattle uh, for quality assurance, quality control. And one of those groups is the veterinarians at the FSIS. And so we don't want to send animals to the slaughter facility that aren't going to pass inspection. This is going into our supply chain, our food supply chain. So the OIE, which is the World Animal Health Organization, has come up with its different lists of what we call for animals that's called fit to transport or fit to travel. And, and so they have a list of, of 10, 11, 12 different things. And, and the first thing is, is we don't want to send animals that are weak, that are sick, or that are injured. So if we have animals with really low body condition score, or we have animals that, that have been sick or that have been injured, those animals are at high risk of going down while they're on the truck. There's a lot of different things with movement within the trailer. Have you tried to just stand up on a subway or a tram? Uh, that's what these cattle are going through when we transport them. And so having that understanding is, is very important. The other one is, we don't want to send animals that can't bear weight on a leg. These animals are not able to keep their balance. They're not able to stand up correctly. We want to make sure that they're going to be strong and that they're fit to travel. We don't want to send blind animals uh, in, in one area. If we do transport a blind animal to slaughter, we want to make sure it has its own compartment. We want to take our time. We want to make sure that that animal is, is treated appropriately. We don't want to uh, send any animals that have to that if we move them are going to cause any extra suffering So this goes back to those non-ambulatory Animals another one that you probably don't think about and it's hard to tell with feeder heifers, but probably not so much with cows But we don't want to especially if we're sending them out of a cell barn. They've been pregged We don't want to send animals that are in the last 10% of their gestation period if they're pregnant because we don't want them to go into labor on the truck Stress increases cortisol. Cortisol increases the, the signal for partrition or for calving. And so you always wonder why all the cows calve during the storm. It's because that increase in stress. So when shipping and traveling is gonna increase stress, we don't want them to, 
to go through that. We also don't want to send any animal that has calved within the last 48 hours. Um, just It's just one of those things that is poor welfare. We want to take care of those, those mother cows. But no sick, injured, uh, or weak animals. We want to make sure that we don't uh, send any animal that has lameness or has trouble bearing weight. We don't want to send animals pregnant in their last gestation, uh, last 10% of their gestation, and we don't want to send animals that have just calved. And lastly, we don't want to send blind animals. It, it just makes a lot of sense, right? Because if you send those animals, once those animals get there, if they do go down, now this stops the production chain. This stops things from going on. And, and uh, we have to stop and take care of these animals. And, and this is a big business. And so um, what happens is, is those animals a lot of times uh, get condemned. And if they get condemned, what's going to happen is those animals are going to be humanely euthanized uh, at the plant. And then they're either going to go into rendering or they're going to be denatured and they're going to go to the landfill. So making sure, and you're not going to get paid. So making sure at the end of the day that we're sending animals that are appropriate, sending animals that are going to make the trip, that are fit for travel, and then once they get there, we're going to make sure that those animals are able to go all the way from the loadout to the restrainer. When we come back, we're going to talk about some things you can do for planning to transport to prevent cattle from being uh, condemned in anti-mortem inspection. You're watching Doc Talk, and we're sure glad you joined us. Hey folks, welcome back to Doc Talk. Dr. Dan Thompson. We're talking about cattle being shipped to slaughter, passing antemortem inspections. We talked about things that you can do on number one, picking the right animal to send to slaughter, making sure they're fit for transport. But now the other side of this, if you go to the transportation beef quality assurance guidelines, it's just really, really good stuff. And, and we've talked a lot about it and, and looked a lot at it. Um, but different things that you can do, and you should have a pre-trip planning program. You know, know who your truck drivers are, and if it's you, you know, make sure you do a visual inspection of the external part of the truck. Make sure that you go and you look inside the truck, that there's nothing sticking out or nothing that could, uh, an animal could catch a foot in or that, that an animal could be injured in the transport. We want to make sure the trucks are clean. We want to make sure the trucks, uh, the tires have adequate air pressure. We want to make sure that our brakes are are adequately adjusted and one of the other things is that we tend to forget about but let's put fuel in the trucks and make sure that we have enough fuel one of the things we want to avoid doing especially during hot weather and transporting fat cattle is that we want to make sure we don't stop okay because we want to keep air circulation within the trailer and different things to that nature so i think that some of the things that we can do to prepare the truck the other one is to prepare yourself for the trip you want to make sure that you're going to look on the map and, and look at the best route to get there. We want to look at if there's uh, now, even on your app, you can tell if there's road construction and you want to stay away from places that are going to have a lot of road construction because that's downtime. The other one is if there's inclement weather, it may take you a little bit further to drive around a thunderstorm uh, or something to that nature, but it might make it easier on you driving and make the trip actually less time, maybe a few more miles. Uh, to go around as you look at different radars. So at the end of the day, we want to make sure that we look at our loadout equipment. We want to make sure we inspect the truck. We want to make sure that we have a, a plan for, for when we're going to uh, move these cattle and where we're going to drive. But then in extreme temperatures, there's times where we're going to have cattle that are going to, we're going to ship them during hot temperatures and cattle that we're going to ship during cold temperatures. And, and one of the things that we've talked about with fatigue cattle syndrome 
is when we load those cattle during extreme heat, we wanna make sure we walk them from the pen to the loadout. Don't run them. We don't wanna run them around the pen to get them out because we don't wanna exert these animals to where we have increased lactate levels, increased creatine kinase levels, because when they get to the plant, they tie up, just like horses with tying up syndrome or, or Monday morning sickness, just like human beings after you've gone out and you haven't exercised for a long time and you exercise uh, extensively, the next day you get up, you're stiff and you can't move, these cattle can't move. And so we wanna make sure our loadouts are, are uh, designed appropriately. We wanna make sure we walk those cattle to the loadout. We wanna make sure we load them in a low stress uh, manner. Once we get them on the truck during hot weather, trying to avoid shipping these cattle between 11 a.m. and 4 p.m. Trying to make sure that, that we can we load these cattle on. We don't want to overload the truck during hot weather because that decreases airflow within the truck and keeping these cattle cool. If you stop the truck someplace, don't park next to another truck that's going to impede airflow across uh, the, the trailer to keep those, those cattle uh, cool. Most of the time that we have issues with cattle, we're gonna have issues with cattle with heat stress uh, and, and things to that nature. So plan your trip, get the right cattle on the truck, understand um, how to load the truck and make sure that we're gonna have good airflow and that we're gonna be able to get those cattle transported in a safe manner. And most, most importantly, when we're transporting these big, cat, big cattle, is for you to take care of yourself and make sure that you're safe. Make sure you're staying alert as a driver, making sure that you're alert when you're unloading and staying safe with these animals. That's it from Doc Talk today. I just want to say thanks for watching. Remember, if you want to know more about what we do on Doc Talk, you can find us on the web at www.doctalktv.com. Always work with your local veterinarian. I'm Dr. Dan Thompson here in Ames, Iowa, and I'll see you down the road.